Hello, welcome to episode one of the Bloom and Flow podcast. My name is Lara and today I'm going to be talking to you about some wins that I've had this week, some things that I want to improve on and we're just going to take it from there. We're just going to have an easy, chilled episode, just a bit about myself for some introductions. Uh, I am vegan, I live in Norfolk, recently moved here and now I have the space to actually have an area to sit and record some podcasts. I used to make videos on YouTube way back in the day, um, really enjoyed it, got bullied notoriously for it, uh, but I did really enjoy it and it started my kind of journey with exploring my creativity and learning how to edit and going into the film and photography industry and I haven't stopped really. It's something that I really enjoy doing, I feel like it comes naturally, I really enjoy the storytelling process but I feel podcasts are just way more relaxed. You don't have to worry about lighting, you don't have to worry about what you look like, you can just sit and record and this is what I'm doing today. I first kind of got into listening to podcasts maybe sort of just over five years ago, maybe a couple years before the pandemic. I found it helped me to kind of ease that morning anxiety before traveling to work and kind of through the pandemic and coming out of it. I found that listening to them on a Sunday afternoon was also a good way to cure the Sunday blues. So if you're feeling a little bit on edge or irritable. That's totally normal, by the way. But it's something that I found podcasts uh, was a way to kind of take my mind off of things like that and manage it in a more healthy way. Because if my brain is thinking about something else or my attention is on something else, I haven't got the capacity to worry and overthink about other things that majority of the time I can't control or I don't know what's going to happen or usually are okay in the end. So it's a lot of like needless worrying I find myself doing anyway. So I thought that maybe doing a podcast could not only kind of branch out on my editing practice and learning some new skills within an industry that I really enjoy doing but also could be kind of like a relaxing project for me to kind of connect with some other people and maybe you know other people could listen to this and feel maybe less alone or help cope with any kind of thoughts or anxious feelings that they may be going through which by the way if you are struggling with things like that it is really important to get the help that you need I did do therapy myself last year and it was so beneficial um, because of the restrictions with Covid etc it was all done over the phone which I personally kind of preferred because I didn't have to worry about looking all red and puffy after crying and then travelling home. I think it was kind of easier to kind of talk and not have to look at somebody. Uh, There was an option I believe to do it on Teams but 
there are so many different options out there. Um, Mind, the charity Mind, uh, supported me throughout that, so a massive, massive thank you to them for their support. Um, They were really, really helpful. They catered basically to what I needed. There was a waiting list, um, as it is free um so there is a big waiting list for that service but if you can donate to them or if you do need help um definitely speak to them um or you can also contact the samaritans as well i actually learned that they are not just like a crisis line so you can just call them if you just want to speak to somebody they are available so just a quick little shout out side note to them from my own personal experience I also do want to mention I apologise if I seem to just talk and talk and not stop to breathe. It's a habit that I'm trying to work on. It's been something that I've consciously always been aware of and have even been pointed out to by teachers at school. I think it kind of stems from the fear of reading aloud in front of a room of people, talking in public, public speaking and I hated it at school so much so I would just try and read as much of the required pages that I was picked on to read uh, as quickly as possible without stopping to breathe and I noticed that I do do that when I am recording videos and podcasts and any audio so bear with me I am trying to work on that. So today I wanted to talk about uh, a win for me actually and something that could really help you with your mental well-being. I set myself a challenge at the beginning of the year to read 10 books and I use a really good app called Goodreads, not sponsored by anybody by the way, I'm just sharing you these free amazing resources that really helped me. So I use Goodreads which I came across whilst watching YouTube videos on book recommendations uh, last year set myself a target of 10 books to read for leisure and it definitely has helped manage the kind of anxious thoughts it helps me to feel sort of calm it allows my brain to be creative and think about characters and places um so reading for leisure basically is a big big help um if you do suffer with anxiety or even depression um i feel like it just helps take you away somewhere else. It gives you some time away from a screen as well, which I think is really important. And it's a very um, accessible resource. You can go to your local library and borrow books. Um, You could do book swaps with friends, neighbors, colleagues. Um, I have a Kindle, which I was always somebody who would be like, no, I need a physical book. I love having physical work, I love the touch, the feel, looking at the covers, um, the whole experience. I did do a project at university on like book binding as well, so I really appreciate like paperweight and things like that. It's very nerdy. But uh I yeah, I've always been somebody who really really liked having a physical book and then I decided to go for a Kindle because I had to kind of downsize Uh, my space last year before moving this year so I thought a Kindle would be a great way to do that and I really recommend a Kindle you can store loads of books on it Um, so great if you want to reduce clutter in your house and you know you can still 
you know, support the authors by buying the books. Um, I believe you can borrow books for free for an app called Libby. I haven't worked out how to set up on my Kindle yet, but I will keep you posted when I do use that. Um, so yeah, I set up basically a goal of reading 10 books because I thought there might be some months maybe where I wouldn't read as consistently because I was busy or just was in a bit of a reading slump. And I really learned this year not to force myself to read a book start to finish if I'm not enjoying it. So that's one thing I would say, don't beat yourself up over. So I thought 10 books rather than 12 in a year was doable and it was. I read a huge variety um, of different genres and authors. I'm gonna pull up the books that I actually read on my Goodread app now, just so I can tell you what I've read this year. So I started off uh, with historical fiction, which has kind of become a new favourite genre of mine, uh, particularly anything to do with like World War II in Japan. Really obscure, I feel like, to myself and my interests. If anybody knows me in my personal life, um, you probably wouldn't put those two as like an interest to myself, but I'm actually really, really interested in that now. <laughs> so uh, some books that I've read this year Memoirs of a Geisha by Arthur Golden, Norwegian Wood by Haruku Murakami, apologies in advance also if I butcher any names, Small Pleasures by Claire Chambers, Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid, This is Vegan Propaganda by Ed Winters, yes I am vegan by the way if you're wondering, um, you don't have to read this book to convert yourself to being a vegan or you know if you are a vegan just it's just a very insightful read in general um so i do recommend that uh far from the madding crowd by thomas hardy a man called ove by frederick backman madonna in a fur coat by sabhattin ali and never alone by elizabeth haynes uh, those are just a selection that i've read throughout this year there are other books that i have read um i would say if you have read, so for example, if you've read A Thousand Splendid Sons by Khaled Hosseini, that is a really popular book. Um, if you've not read it, do read it. But if you've read that, um, I read that and then afterwards I read a book called The Stationery Shop of Tehran by Majan Kamali, which is amazing. Uh, if you like A Thousand Splendid Sons, you'll like this book as well. Um, and those were kind of the two books that I started reading at the end of last year before I actually got into my reading goal slash challenge. So I mostly went through books that I had at home that I picked up and thought, all right, I need to actually spend some time reading these things because they just sat in my house doing nothing. <laughs> so those were two books that kind of got me started with my reading challenge. Um, and a book that I have read in the last year that was not in my reading challenge, but I do highly recommend it. And it's a book that I wish I could reread again because not just reread, but reread without knowing what happens in the story. Uh, it's Pachinko by Lee Minjin. Absolutely fantastic book. Loved it so much, could not put it down. And I think when you find a book like that, it inspires you to carry on reading. So 
yeah it's a huge huge range of genres I feel like I've read this year and I definitely want to keep exploring and trying different things not all of them that I loved they weren't all fantastic reads I must say um, but I do have my ratings and some of them have little reviews on them uh, without spoilers by the way uh, on my goodreads so if you are interested and you want to come say hello and be my friend on goodreads and we can share our books and update each other uh, you can find me on goodreads my name is Lara Autumn so you can add me as a friend on there so yeah, come and join me on Goodreads and let me know. You can send me a message on social media if you want or, you know, I don't think you can leave comments. No, you can't leave comments on Spotify. <laughs> but let me know. You can come say hi to me on social media as well. Uh, we have Instagram for Bloom and Flow podcast um, and also there's my personal Instagram which is uh, I am Lara Autumn which I will include in the description as well if you do want to come and say hello or send me a message talk about books or anything of that nature but yeah so what I'm reading now is uh, American Psycho by Brett Eaton Ellis I'm about 10 pages in so far 10 pages 10% I want to say for some reason my kindle isn't showing page numbers only percentage and I know there is a way to change it so I'm on 10% of the way in the book so I don't know how many pages that is I'm afraid off the top of my head uh, I've seen the film Christian Bale, amazing, fantastic film, and I actually watched a interview with him online about the making of the film and how it came about and his casting, really really interesting, um, definitely worth looking into that if you enjoy the film or you've read the book or just a fan of Christian Bale in general, uh, really cool guy, so highly recommend the film, the book I am enjoying so far it's different from all of the books that I've read so far in my reading challenge anyway for the last year so I'm finding it a little bit difficult to kind of pick up the pacing with it but I am kind of finding it a bit sort of um what's the word cheesy and cliche in some terms very uh 80s rich guy vibes I don't know how to describe it I don't want to give away anything but yeah I'm finding it a little bit of a slow burn at the moment but maybe I just need to give myself some time to kind of get more invested in the characters and involved in it I would like to increase my reading definitely um I've seen some people do some crazy number of books and I don't want it to be about the numbers I want to be able to enjoy what I'm reading I'm doing it for my mental health, I'm doing it for my enjoyment, for my leisure. So I don't want it to be like a competition or get too caught up on numbers because I think that's what ruins the fun with, with anything. Like if you're doing, I don't know, a video on YouTube or you're putting your photos up on Instagram and you're a photographer, like I think if you focus too much on the numbers it kind of ruins the whole reason behind it. I don't know, I guess some people do it for the numbers but I think you should just do it for your enjoyment that's the most important thing <laughs> and if other people like it then that's great too um so yeah, I'm not focusing on numbers as such but I I would like to kind of improve on that 10 bucks a year I think it's a good like starting point a good stepping stone uh to get back into reading for leisure so let me know what you're reading what you recommend it'd be really great to hear from you and would definitely like to get uh some new authors under my belt 
So I think the next thing that I want to focus on uh, or improve on, aside from my reading, uh, is I think more around health. So I feel like I've got kind of the mental health side of things I feel like I've definitely improved on and worked on and I know what helps and I know what feelings come up and what I can do to help not suppress them but just to get rid of that kind of worry butterfly not in the stomach kind of sensation so I'm thinking more about physical health I'm gonna be entering my 30s next year 30s that's really crazy to think that I'm gonna be there soon I don't know where the time has gone I feel like the years go by really quickly but the days can sometimes go by really really slowly so yeah I don't know whether it is an age thing that you're kind of more concerned with your health as you get older or whether it's kind of a shift in how we view ourselves in the world following the pandemic for example I'm not really sure but I definitely want to focus more on like nutrition, vitamins, getting outside more, moving more. I feel like if you do more of that when you're younger and kind of build a better routine and habit around that, that you're going to be healthier when you're older and I think that's where my mindset has kind of shifted is more like health when I'm older rather than trying to look really great now. Um, I think that's that's kind of the, the important thing is, is considering where you're going to be in the future, how your health is going to be in the future and doing anything you can now to improve that is going to be really beneficial. You don't even have to wait to do like a new year's resolution or anything like that. Just pick a moment and start doing it and start, you know, doing those things that are going to be better for you. So I feel like keeping yourself as limber as possible so you know stretching getting your 10,000 steps done a day getting outside some fresh air um just things like that doing that regularly will have a really good impact as well as a good sleep routine so I am now such a like early bird I go to bed at like 10 every night and I'm up at six seven if I want a lion <laughs> every day including the weekends and it's definitely done wonders for my well-being. I don't feel like groggy throughout the day. I don't feel as, as tired. There are definitely days where you do feel tired. Like at the end of working week, you're always going to feel tired because you've been doing the same thing every day for eight hours a day for five days. Um, obviously, depending on your work pattern, it could be 12 hour days, you know. So I think having that, if you can, regular sleep pattern will definitely benefit you in the long run. I used to shift work for years and years and years and, and hated it, hated it because you could never plan things for your own spare time or your social life. You wouldn't really know, it was kind of a bit unpredictable because you could get called in on your day off and it was nice sometimes to have like the odd midweek day off to do things when it wasn't so busy like out and about because everyone's at work but I definitely definitely benefit from routine which is something I've learned in the last kind of two years so that's something that I definitely want to continue to focus on and it's something that 
helps me feel better in myself and it sounds really simple really like basic things like when you're a child you go to bed at a certain time you wake up at a certain time you have three meals a day and you bathe every day and you brush your teeth twice a day you know just things like that you think they're such basic things but I feel like as you get older sometimes it gets really hard to get those as your basic priorities life gets really stressful there are more struggles and it's balancing work and social life and personal life and health and finances and learning and creating and it's there's a lot going on in the world so I think if you can prioritize your well-being with things that you had as a child um those routines I think are definitely good to kind of keep in place just for daily and lifelong habits so just doing that I think is going to make a big difference and I think I've missed out on that routine since I probably I don't know my teenage years so like over 10 years I haven't had like that kind of stable routine and now I've come back to that I've seen huge shifts in my mood in my appetite uh in how my skin looks in how I view the world, things that I choose to do with my time, uh, my energy levels. So, you know, if you are finding that there's an element of your life that's not quite on balance, then reviewing some basic areas like that, I think, will definitely help. I'm by no means a specialist, a doctor, anything like that at all. Uh, but these are things that have worked for me and I've seen changes drastically in the last two years and they're really simple things as well so I just thought whilst we're on the topic of like wins and things that are helping with your mood um and health and things I want to prove on in the future I thought this would kind of just be a good area to kind of touch on that anybody could do any age any stage in their life it just gives you a moment to almost reset yourself take a breather and just if you've got those kind of minimum things to do every day on your massive to-do list or maybe invisible to-do list um it will make a massive difference to your well-being and on the subject of well-being social life is a big one with coming out of lockdown and moving away from the area social life is like almost non-existent so I've had to put myself out there to meet some new people I have my colleagues and you know I live with my partner so it's not like I'm in the middle of nowhere (laughs) with no one to talk to and no means of communication but trying to find somebody outside of your work and home environment that you can you know just talk to get to know do certain activities with Uh, is really beneficial and I think sometimes you need to push yourself to do things like that and I actually used reddit to do that funnily enough it was almost like I feel like there needs to be some sort of app to find friends (laughs) I think it, it will inevitably I think get kind of overruled I think I don't know maybe it won't but I feel like apps like that can kind of attract maybe the wrong type of people and they might think it's for dating or it might turn into as known as a way to hook up with people like I feel like certain dating apps are more considered for casual hookups rather than looking for long-term relationships so I feel like having an app to find friends I don't know maybe it could work maybe not 
I feel like something like that is needed in this day and age though for people to just meet new people outside of their work life and their home life because it's not always easy and sometimes you might think you know great you could join a class and meet people that way but for someone like myself I find joining a class a really daunting thing uh, I don't want to do a sports class for example because I've never been good at sports been always really self-conscious about it and I don't like competition being competitive it's not my vibe at all <laughs> so something like that is kind of like a nightmare for me I hate doing group exercises if and when I choose to exercise it is always solitary <laughs> so I just yeah it just does not sound like a fun way for me to meet people personally but it could be for you but I have tried like other kind of classes and meeting people other ways but I don't know I always find it a bit awkward and I think if you can find a way to meet people with common interest already then I think it's going to be a bit more casual so I, I used reddit and I basically put a post on the place that I was leading to basically saying what my interests were, what kind of things I enjoyed doing, how old I was and some uh, people reached out and we kind of did a call just to kind of meet almost kind of face to face um, on a video call before meeting in person just for everybody's safety um, I think predominantly and then we've met up in person and started a group chat since and it's kind of got the ball rolling from there so I found that that was a really great way of meeting new people so I think extending your social circle and even if you can meet up with somebody or some bodies a couple of times you know a month or even once a month depending on your schedules and just doing something really low-key if you're not into you know doing big adventurous days out or anything like that just going for a coffee or having dinner once a month is a nice way to kind of extend that and have that space for you as well um because as human beings we are social creatures and i don't have a huge social circle by any means it's definitely shrunk because i've gotten older but i think it's definitely more important to have good people around you rather than loads of people around you if that makes sense quality over quantity basically and sometimes you've got to kind of just push yourself out there to meet new people and you know not everyone you meet is going to be your best friend or a lifelong friend and I think it's okay also to accept that people do come into your life for a season rather than your entire life and sometimes you've just got to accept that and there's definitely been relationships whether it's been dating or friendships um that people have come in been there for a certain amount of time and we've changed whether it's we've changed together as two separate people or one person has changed which has then kind of had an impact on relationship or maybe there isn't change in the person it's change in circumstances which make it difficult to kind of maintain that relationship it's really complicated to hold and maintain relationships like that as you get older whereas when you're at school for example you're around each other every day so it's definitely a lot easier than when you're an adult and you might be living in different cities different countries uh, in different industries with different working patterns it's complicated and a bit of a minefield so if you can put yourself out there and find a way to meet people of a similar interest I think long term that is going to be really beneficial for your social health um, more than you know physical well-being but 
I think that's it's something that you should definitely consider if you haven't already. So I'm going to start wrapping up this episode now because I feel kind of a bit rambly <laughs> and I am also feeling a little bit awkward um, talking into this microphone for so long by myself but it will become more natural as I do it. I am enjoying it, I definitely am. I hope you've enjoyed listening uh, but do let me know um, what your kind of wins are for the week what you're enjoying reading come say hello on goodreads as well if you want to join me there and let me know some things that you're working on for yourself your own self-improvement um you know life is not a competition it's there to be lived so make sure that you're taking the time to do things that are important for your well-being because you are only here once you know you need to prioritize yourself above everybody else ultimately it sounds really selfish. I'm someone who's always been a people pleaser and put other people before myself and after doing it for years and years it had a really negative impact on my well-being so I would just say make sure that you put yourself first, do the things that you enjoy just for your own enjoyment and if you need the help or support or someone to talk to there are loads of free available services like Samaritans and Mind if you do need to reach out and get some help then do contact them, I will put their information also in the description um, of this episode should you wish to reach out you are definitely not alone, it doesn't matter how old you are, what your background is, what your race is, whether you're male, female, otherwise, or whichever gender you identify as, there is somebody out there who will listen and can help you and I just think everybody should basically have access to therapy really. Anyway, I hope you're all having a lovely day or evening, wherever you are in the world, listening and if you want to listen to some more that would be great, you can follow us along on here on Spotify as well as on Instagram and I will speak to you all in episode very very soon. Do let me know if you want any specific topics or areas covered for discussion, uh, it'd be great to build like a little community here and just have a cute little cosy nook that we can all hang out together in online. <laughs> so I will speak to you all very soon, take care.